Hello, and welcome back to Kyle and Cody Radio. Did you hit the red button this time, Mark? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he forgot. Funny behind-the-scenes fact about Kyle and Cody Radio. We I'm, filmed I'm in front of a live studio audience. Yeah, of one. Of one. Producer who Mark. forgot to push the red button last time. Yeah. He, he did take the blue. Whole, whole podcast. You, he, did, just, wait, he did take the blue pill, though. He did take the blue pill. He did. That's a matrix. That's joke. a matrix. Mark, he's joke. never seen. He's it. never he's seen. Never it. seen okay. it, unfortunately. It's a fun thing because Mark has not seen about ninety nine point seven percent of the best movies yeah, that have ever yeah. been created. When he works in my house three days a week, I, I make comments and he'll be like, "I never seen that movie." I'm he like, doesn't. He literally doesn't. I'm so disappointed. Like our conversations. I like said that, something like "I'll be back" the other day, and he's yeah. like, uh, "Yeah, uh, that's Terminator." Oh my I know gosh. That. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say like really famous references, and he'll be like, it. "Yeah." Oh, <laughs> he's I, like, said, I know that, but I haven't watched it. Are you kidding me? Like. You can't quote it. If I, you got, that should be a rule. I love to say, "What kind of hotel is this?" What like, kind I of love hotel that. He's like, is? Well, "Is that from like, like Tommy a Tommy Boy, Boy or something?" Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, you got to watch it to know." It's like I said, I use and that he phrase. All he the just time. Want, he's like, "I've heard all of these." Because you know why? Do you know why this generation doesn't see? Because of memes, they get all of their content beamed right yeah. into their prefrontal cortex with memes, and it's yeah. not even right. Sad. They don't understand the cultural significance. Yeah. <sighs> It's sad. I, I love know. I love movies, and I wish Mark did too. So. I know, I know. We've actually people don't know this, but we have actually made Mark watch movies. We have. Like, we've actually sat down and made him watch like movies. He, as part of his so job, know that he's part of movies. his job, he has had to watch movies because he's had to know the. Like we have done full on productions where Mark didn't know any of the movies that we were referencing in the production for Christmas. Yeah. For Halloween. National like, Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Charlie he, Brown Christmas. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The Grinch. Well, the first year we did it, we made Frosty the Snowman. Like, yeah, like. You cannot count that you have watched them now when, when we started, you hadn't seen them. Yeah. You can't count them now. We're talking about when we did yeah, this. It's, it's bad. He's like, I'll get three out of five. No, listen. Yeah, like it's. It's people would probably be like, I wish we had a job where I had to watch movies. Well, he, I don't think he enjoys them necessarily. It's like I'm, he's forced to watch these movies. Do you know who old, I'm honestly? Old people yeah. movies. I'm honestly disappointed in myself. He lives with me. I should be doing a better job raising yeah, I kind him. Of I'm not. You too. Yeah. It is my fault. Yeah, I, I, I do. Actually, I do bear the. I think there's some of, failure yeah. there. There is a there's a significant amount. There's of a level of failure there which I would not. I did make him watch home. Tombstone. He has seen Tombstone yeah. officially, yeah. so now I can say I'll be. Your well, let's get to the purpose of why we're doing yes. this. This right? isn't about Mark and his lack of movie knowledge. It's really about like we know we know we. I, I had a meeting yesterday where I just told the person. They're newer to our church, and I said, "Listen, we know we're the weird church, and we're okay with it, and not in a bad way, weird." Not in a creepy weird. We just know we're different. And we're okay with it. There's actually a specific reason why. Um, do you know the reason why we're the, we're the weird church? No, actually, I don't know. Well, uh, I mean, is it me? Is it me? I mean, one, it has a lot to do with it does you. Have a, yeah. okay. You are different and you're weird. That makes sense. But we, when, when you came here, we did an episode about like how you came here. and It really wasn't me, um, which I think people yeah. would just default because we, we know each other for a long time. But they can listen to that. Um, when you came here, we had a conversation and we just, we talked about if we're going to do this, let's create a church that we actually want to work at. Like let's, let's be real. Let's be ourselves all the time on stage and off stage. And let's just be authentic and create an authentic church where people can do life together. And that's what we've been doing. We've just been being ourselves. Like, we are the same people on stage and off stage. Like we are, I mean, I really try to be Mark. Mark lives in my home. Not, he doesn't live in my home. 
people are gonna think Mark lives in your home. I think no. he lives with Cody. He doesn't live in my home. He's he basically is at my house so much. We feed him sometimes three meals a day. Yeah, but because he comes over and works, I would say we're all we're kind of co-parenting. We're kind of co-parenting. Yeah, I Mark say we're right co-mentoring Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean mentoring. Sorry, we have shared mentoring rights to Mark. Mark, I mean Mark. Yeah, and we're very proud of Mark. But like, Mark sees Mark sees us are in private and in public. And producer Mark's here. And I mean, I you, you can speak for yourself, but you don't have a mic. I don't know why you don't have a mic, but you need one. But Mark, you have to you have to shout across the room. Are we the same people at church and at home? Yes. Yes. So. I would say yes. If you can't yeah. hear him, he definitely says, "I am Cody's super weird all the time." Like that's yeah. what I, 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 you can yeah. verify that like this is me all yeah. the time. I but, will also verify but we also that love I am the Lord weird all the time. I have to say, but we also love the Lord all the time. Wouldn't not you, just would on you agree stage. With that? Also true. Yeah, yeah, not just on stage. Our lives are lived in in service of Jesus Christ and changed by Jesus Christ. And so, although we are weird, we are weird in a, in a good way, in a biblical way, because we are living for Jesus. We just have our own unique things that we're into. Like we're into movies, we're into video games, we're into media, we're into. Um, you're for some reason in the last few years been really into Vikings, and I know that's because that's your heritage, but it's uh, some would say kind of weird. So, a lot of people would say it's really weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, but here's the I got, a, so I got crazy. a letter from your mother that said super weird, but uh, yeah, please, like, right. please help him. Yeah, he um, needs help. I, I mean, we're into we're we're just we're intentionally weird. I not intent. I guess intentionally. It's not really intentional. It's unintentional. It's who we, it's what we like. I think it's just who we are. It's I just who we are. I don't it's know our we're intentional. Yeah. I, I, we don't like wake up but like hey, let's do something weird. Yeah, we we wake up. We say let's create a church that we want to attend. We wake up and go. This is normal, and everybody else goes, no, it's not. <laughs> right. But always pointing back to Jesus. That's important for people. Like, I think some people are weird for weird's sake. We are we are just uniquely us for the sake of the gospel and Christ oh, yeah. and trying to reach yeah. people who um, maybe aren't getting reached in different ways. Mm-hmm. We, I know we're not a church for everybody. There are people that come to our church like, I don't want to go here. I want a church that sings we say hymns that every song. They, they have very traditional kind of liturgical style services and we're not that we're no. not going to be if that's if that's you and you're listening to this and you haven't come to our church yet and that's what you're looking for i'm sorry we love you you can listen to this podcast all you want but we sundays may not be your thing um but you know participate in events come and join us but like if you're a church if you're someone who wants to be you all the time but you living for jesus all the time too then then heart is probably a fit for you like you can you can come here and be uniquely you but understanding, like, the Bible comes first for me. Like, it always comes first in everything I do. And God's word, God's truth. And so I'm not going to sacrifice my own beliefs for public opinion or culture of today. But I am going to be me in the midst of all of that. And so that's that's a weird blend, I think, for people. I, I absolutely, I love that we're talking about this. This is so crazy because my morning devotional was all about, it, it was actually, it was all about spiritual duplicitousness. Meaning, like the the duality I mean, of. I people. think both Mark and I just looked at each other like that's a weird morning devotional. So. But it, it was, but it was talking about people who people who have a really good front on Sundays, who behave a certain way on Sundays, and then Monday through Saturday they're a completely different person. And one of the things that I know when I moved in with you, one of the things I loved was that you are the same because per- I moved in with you when I was nineteen, a very long time ago, and we I lived with you guys for far, far away. I lived with you guys for f- almost five years. Almost five time. years, right? Like, so 
And I remember thinking, like, he really is the same person everywhere. And I remember going, like, that's the kind of that's the kind of pastor I want to be. That's the kind of man I want to be. And I remember my dad was like that too. And I remember just thinking, like, I get it now. Like, I had a lot of times I had blint, I had been duplicitous in the way that I lived. I was a certain way, especially as a youth kid. I I knew all the right things to say. I'd memorized a ton of verses you as did. a kid. I knew all the right stuff, but when I would go uh, like to school, people didn't even know I loved Jesus because of the way I behaved. I remember a hard conversation we had around a campfire about your spiritual duplicitous. Oh my gosh, yeah. I, I do. don't think I, I used that, that word. Um, no, but you, you basically said 14. you basically said you're lying to everybody about who you are. Yeah, as if you're a liar. Clear. Like yeah. you are one person one way and one yeah. person you know all the right words, but exactly. you don't live it out. I hit you hard. I said you, and then like the next year you came back and you had a spiritual two by four that you beat everybody with. Yeah. So, so it was like two sides, uh, yeah. two sides. Uh, so you've really grown. I'm proud of you. Okay. So you've really grown and become a different person. So, but I yeah. do think, I mean, I do think that's the way that we live our lives because we think that that's biblical. I think, I think if you live a life of honor, you can't be two different people. I think it, it forces you to be one person because either you are or you're not. And the fake is always going to, the fake is always going to be found out, right? Like whichever side of you is fake is going to be found out. I, I, and I think what happens is a lot of times I, and they they said this quote, and I love this in this devotional, they said the reason that the reason that millennials and Gen Z and the new, what is it, Gen, what is it? What's the newest generation coming up? It's not, it's not Z, but they said the reason that all of them are leaving is because they spent they spent their entire formative years watching their parents play church instead of be the church. Yeah. And I love that because being the church is not I've just so many, on Sundays. Over the years, I've watched so many people play church. Oh, yeah. Like church, church is something they turn on Sunday mornings. There are different persons on Sunday mornings. There's nothing worse than hearing kids and teenagers come, come, come to me and say, my parents are totally different people. They're not the people that you know they are. Mm. And that's sad. I, I don't think my kids will tell you that. Like I, I am, I am me all the time, good or bad. I am still me. Like I'm not perfect. And I admit that every, every week from the stage, like, I don't, I don't have a problem sharing you my faults. Um, but I am me all the time. I'm not, I'm not putting on a show for you on Sundays. Um, I am all. And, and the thing that frustrates both of us is we know a lot of pastors who are duplicitous. They are one person on stage and completely different private. And that drives me insane. Yeah. I can't, I'm, because to me, it's like, that's, you can't trust that person, right? Like I don't, if somebody is different to a different group of people, that person is not trustworthy, right? You used to, you, you actually, I love this. You used to tell, you used to tell me this. I was a spiritual chameleon, right? Like I would be whoever, mm, yeah. be the person of whoever I was around the most, I would, I would start to emulate those qualities instead of being the person that I need to be. And I, it's like, that is such a hard concept, I think for people, because when they come to church, I, I love this. They, they come to church, they feel like they have to be something that they're not. And I loved, I saw this TikTok has been going viral. This guy talking about this, like basically how when people come to church, they don't have to change to come to church. They don't have to change to come to Jesus. But guess what? When they do come to Jesus, there's change after, right? Yeah, yeah, like that's the, that's the whole point of the gospel is that our lives are a mess until Jesus steps in and starts picking up the pieces and helping us put it back together. And if we're not careful in churches, I think what we've done is we've done this social conditioning or this behavioral conditioning with people where they believe they have to live or act a certain way to go to church. And it's like, no, we, 
I would rather have a church full of messed up, broken people who are honest about their messed up, broken nature than a bunch of people who fake it till they yeah, like on Sunday mornings. Person. But in the process of coming to church and getting your life right with the Lord, you should be in a process of changing. Yeah. You should become the best version of yourself. Absolutely. Like, that doesn't mean you come here with all your sin baggage and don't change it all. Mm. And just now you're saved. No, you, there should be a process of, of kind of honing you to God's word and, I know I've spent my entire life trying to do that. So the person I am now is the same as the person I am. But, like, that doesn't mean I'm sin-free, but I work really hard at standing firm in Christ and changing my life and my behavior to reflect the character and likeness of the Lord. And I try to live for him. And I still have a lot of fun. I still do all the things I enjoy, but I do it in a way that honors God. And I think the problem is people want to have their cake and eat it, too. They want to – and especially we'll talk like video games. Like, I go on video games, and I play video games. I have fun, I have a good time, and I play them. I don't go on, on and use a whole different vocabulary and say all kinds of terrible things and words that I would never use in any other part of life and just say, well, it's just video game society, community, that's fine, that's what you do. Or, like, that brings out the worst part of me. But there are people I know that that's who they are. And, and like, we should be changed by Christ. My speech is the same on a video game as it is in any other aspect of life. And now I might not, I might try to take Mark. Mark and I are playing Minecraft last night. I might try to, to teleport Mark with me in Minecraft to another land and then shoot at him with uh, a lightning crossbow. Or not lightning, lightning crossbow, just a lightning bow and see if I hit him every once in a while. But um, And it put him in situations where he can't get out because there's really strong creatures. But uh, nonetheless, I, I'm, not, I'm still the same person while doing that, right? Yeah, yeah Mark yeah. was terrified the whole time. but. Um, yeah, I, w- I would definitely do that in real life. <laughs> give me I, that cross. Give me that bow. I like how you say that. I like how you say that. I ta- there's a pastoral counselor that's a good friend of ours, and he said something to me I love. And he said, when he's, when he's talking to people, one of the things he says is, you're never better than the ver- the worst version of yourself. Like, you're, it's, if you just come on Sundays and you fake it, it doesn't mean you're somehow better off or your problems have been solved. It just means you're faking it. Right. Right. Like you're never better than the worst version of yourself. And so like what you do in the privacy of your home, what you do when nobody's watching is more your character than what you do when there's a thousand people watching. Like what you do in the in, when nobody's around is so much more important than what you do with an audience. And I like I love that. And when you're talking about like when you come to church, you have to you have to constantly be changing. It was like weird. It's Romans yeah, 12 like going too, to right? church, going to church, just hoping it changes you is like eating Twinkies and hoping it makes you a hostess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a better way to use it. See, that was a good one. I'll get behind that. I joke. was going to get that Twinkies in there somehow. Oh uh, man, we had if you if you don't know, you can watch two episodes back. Kyle dropped a hostess joke that was just not funny, and we had to we had to teach him how to drop a hostess yeah. joke. But what you were talking about is really cool because Romans twelve two says, "Do not conform to the pattern of the world." But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And I think that's exactly what we're talking about. When you come to Jesus, it's not just, okay, cool. I I heard this. I heard this. I got to say this, okay? I got to say this. This was such a cool thing to say. Um, But there was a, a podcast of a bunch of youth pastors, and the guy, you'll like this, Kyle. The guy said, a lot of you are spiritual streakers. You're just running around with the helmet of salvation on and nothing else, and you think you're covered. And I love that because there's so much more to life than just, hey, I said a prayer, I'm in. There's a renewing that happens. You know you like that. I mean, it's I, actually really good. I do like that very much. I mean, but. it's so good. Like, But it's yeah. true because what happens is a lot of times people go, I said the prayer, I'm good, now I'm a Christian. 
check it off my box. I'm going to heaven, right? Instead of constantly evaluating, prayer, prayerfully considering and renewing their mind to be more like Christ, to imitate, imitate Christ in the way they live. Now you got me thinking of something right now with the helmet of salvation on. So get her, don't play. Get her, don't play. That, honestly, See, that's, that's a, funny, that's a, though. That's, that's a funny yeah, joke. Yeah. But, like, Mark, have you seen that movie? No, you're, you're crossing movies. The other guy's in, and you're saying, Blue, you're my boy. That's what you're thinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's Anyway. Don't worry. You haven't seen the movies. Anyway. It, it's, older movies. It's, it's, it's cool because it is a good, I think it's a funny illustration, but it is true. How many people do you know that come to church that say a prayer and go, I'm good, God. We're good. Yeah, I like it. And then they don't change anything. Like, I see this all the time. I see people who come to church and they go, or or people who say, like, yeah, I'm like, I don't really go to church that much, but like, uh, me and Jesus are cool. It's like, okay, well, what do you do with verses that say, don't, do not discontinue meeting like some of you are in the habit of doing when Paul specifically says that? You have to take all of scripture, none of it. You can't just pick and choose what you want to follow and what changes your life. You have to make scripture something that's a priority to change your life. I had somebody tell me the other day, like, you know, some of my family, they don't go to church very much, but they really love the Lord. And they, but they, you know, they, they used to attend church all the time. They don't anymore, but they still have a really great relationship with Jesus. And my pushback to that is if you're not attending church and you're, you're outside the community, you don't have a really great relationship with Jesus. Like, I'm, I'm just sorry. The scripture is clear that we are to meet together regularly. Mm-hmm. And if we choose not to do that, we are choosing to step outside of what it means to have a great relationship with God because those are the things that people who are in great relationship with the Lord are doing, prioritizing, gathering together in spiritual community. Yes, I know the church is broken. Yes, I know the modern church hurts people. But that doesn't mean you step outside of that community and just have this one-on-one relationship with Jesus and nothing else. We are called to more than that in scripture and we have to live that out. Let's be clear. Cause we've done a whole series about this, about church hurt, uh, people hurt and butt hurt. The pastor telling you something that scripture says and it hurting your feelings because it convicts you about the way you live is not church hurt. That's butt hurt. And you need to get over yourself. The pastor using scripture to manipulate a congregation or people into doing something they want, that's church hurt, right? Like if you go to church and the church says, hey, you should probably stop getting drunk on the weekends. And you go, oh, how dare they? They're so judgmental. No, they're biblical and they're telling you what the Bible says. Like you're just butt hurt because you want to keep doing the things that you're doing with no consequences in your faith. The problem is that's not how it works. Like you have to, you have to commit to living for Christ no matter what. And I love how you said that, that you can't be disconnected from the body and be healthy that because how many times is the body or the the people in, in the body of Christ referred to as the vine, right? You can't be, you can't be cut off from the vine and still be thriving and alive. Yeah. Like that just doesn't work. No, I agree. So all this to say, we are a little weird. We know it. We're worried for a reason. We're worried for a purpose. And that is because we love Jesus and we want to be authentic. And all we want is for people to come here, honor each other, be authentic, but also be growing in relationship in Christ and becoming changed by the word of God to become more and more like him. That's it. And yeah, we may do some different events and everything, but that's always the core of what we're doing is trying to introduce people to Jesus Christ and take them deeper into relationship with him and watch what God does in them. And so that's why we're a little bit different. That's why we're a little bit weird. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll catch you on another episode of the Kyle and Cody Radio. At the edge of the apocalypse, I still think we need to make spiritual streaker shirts. I mean, I, I, wouldn't that be I funny? Think, yeah. Gator don't play, though. Gator don't play. <laughs>